Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Okay, okay. What is up, everybody? And welcome. We back. We are back. Welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys with us. I got to see if my buttons still work, if my audio still works. I did a video last night where I was on my couch trying to use my Beats Buds. And everybody said the audio was bad and they were leaving comments and they were mad at me and they're like, you should buy a microphone and a roadcaster. And I was like, I have both of those things. They're just in the other room and I'm watching the Rangers. I just wanted to say hi, but we got, we got equipment now. I am Jeff Cavanaugh from 97, one, the freak two to 6 PM and on the iHeartRadio app. Let's see if my buttons work. All right, here we go. He is Jesse Holly, former Cowboys wide receiver who you can hear everywhere on planet earth. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. Got caught, though. (laughs) (laughs) Got caught, though. I wasn't. I I, I did. I did. Dante Whitner. Dante Whitner. He's a 4-3 guy. He was a 4-3, 4-4 guy. Fast dude. Football fields are longer than you think. That monkey gets on your back, boy. That's something serious. <laughs> They're long as hell. We are brought to you by our friends at Bet Online, your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. The fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting, your favorite casino and card games, available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. For your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, bet online where the game starts. Hey, Cowboys are going to practice today. Are you excited? Football's back. I love football being back. I do radio. When football is back, it is way easier to do radio. Although now on 97.1 The Freak, you can find it on the iHeartRadio app from 2 to 6 p.m. The Speakeasy with Mike Reiner, Jeff Cavanaugh, Julie Dobson Groups. Um, It's a lot easier not having to do five hours of just sports. Because, man, I do love to just be around and do stupid stuff. But, boy, you get football back and life gets so much easier. Life is so much easier. Where is Zach Martin? Where is he? What's he doing today? That's a great question. Is he cutting a $50,000 check today? Or is he walking in today? You know what's what's funny about that? Like, to to quote uh, our former president, that's fake news. Like, in all of your years, in all of your years being around football, right? In all of your years, it's about 39 now. I'm 39. You can see it 39. right here. See that gray? Yeah. So let's say the let's say for the 29 years before you kind of really understood football, there's never been a fine for something like this that's actually been paid out. Ah, time. Okay. So time out. New CBA. Teams can't waive that fine. You have to pay it. Then I'll add it into the contract. Yeah, maybe it'll be like he shows up and they'll be like, all right, you have to pay those fines and we're going to give you a million dollar raise this year. Yeah, like, (laughs) but they can't waive the fines anymore, which is why it's like, huh? So it had me doing math this morning. Like, what if Zach didn't show up for any of training camp? And the answer is that would work out to $1,050,000 that Zach, he'd had to write a check. I'm just adding that in. I'm adding it on the back end. Like, like people don't like, and, and Zach's made enough money to where, I mean, don't get me wrong now. Trust me. I don't care how much money you got. 
million dollars is a million dollars. It still it still hurts somewhat when you have to write a check for something that you literally get nothing in return for. But for him, it's it's his sanity, and you, and you look at where he's at right now. The ninth, what is it? The ninth highest paid offensive guard, and probably still arguably the number one, number two at at worst guard in the league. And if you're talking about just football presence on the Cowboys, if we're talking about, now I'm not talking about the best athlete or the most important. I'm talking about the best at their position. He might be the best at his position. I think the only other one that you have an argument for is Micah Parsons. Other than that, he is literally the best person on this football team at his position. There's, there is really not much conversation that goes on when it talks about offensive guard play and Zach Martin is not one of the first or second names out of your mouth in the entire National Football League. So, yeah, yeah I mean, what is he doing right now? You think he got breakfast this morning? What do you think his breakfast orders was? Um, I think if you are 300 pounds or more, like some of these guys, the offensive linemen, when they retire, it's easy to lose weight because they had to try to keep it on. So I bet he has eggs, many eggs. What about one of those stub specials? You know what I'm saying? From Capel Deli? You know what, what I mean? Is, what is that? You never been to Capel Deli? Oh no, I did one time when I went to golf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was going to the uh, golf a golf course out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did eat breakfast out there one time. I had an omelet. You went to you went to Capel Deli and you got an omelet? I think so. You're not living life right. Okay. I um, never have. <laughs> that's like going to Nick and Sands and 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 getting I don't know ice cream. Fish. Yeah. Some people like fish. I don't. Yeah, yeah the stuff special though. It's it's. It's a it's a it's a layered breakfast sandwich. About six that pieces. is what I okay. Yep, that's what I had. Yep. Six pieces of bacon. Yep. Three sausage links cut open. Yep. Sausage patty, about three eggs, cheese, <sighs> Texas toast. Yeah. He could be having that, but if he's got to write a fifty thousand dollar check today, he might be being frugal and he might have gotten frozen fruit from the grocery store and made a smoothie <laughs> and just added a scoop of protein. Out of a like a giant whey container that's like sixty bucks and last you months. I don't know. Um, the leverage part of this is the part that is always fun to debate because, like, the running backs, where it's like, oh, we're gonna have a Zoom call, and then after this Zoom call, we're gonna be united. And Saquon was like, "Hello, Zoom call." And when they hit hang up, he was like, "I'm gonna go to camp now." Um, Which, by the way, the Cowboys running back Tony Parker said this morning on his interview that he was not. Tony Parker, excuse me, Tony Pollard, he was not a part of that Zoom call. So he said, hey, I already signed my deal. So when you yeah. talk to me, I got my 10.1 on the way. So he wasn't a part of that phone call. Yeah, no, he was like, I'm a, I was a fourth-round pick. I haven't made money yet. I'm going to take this $10 million, and then next year, if somebody wants to pay me more, that'll be great. We'll see. But I'm going to get $10 million. Um, Yeah, whereas first-round picks, like, we've already made millions. I want uh, Now I'm looking for tens and tens and tens of millions. Um, and, but sorry to you guys. Uh, it's just the league catching up. Like there's literally nothing that could possibly be done except for some running back just being otherworldly and infinitely better than all of you. It just ain't happening no more because the league has figured it out. It's a quarterback driven league. It's a passing driven league. It's about passing the ball, protecting the passer, sacking the passer, uh, who the passer is throwing to and who is covering the people that the passer is throwing to. That's what the league's about. So plus your prime years usually end around the age of 25 or 26. Sorry. Stuff, but anyway, what was I gonna say? The leverage thing is always fun to me to try to figure out in my own brain does Zach Martin have leverage? Because yeah. my first thought is if they line up today and 
I don't even know who's at right guard. Is it if Josh Ball is at right guard today? That sounds like leverage to me. <laughs> I've seen him play. That sounds like leverage to me. Yeah. And then, but from the Cowboys' perspective, I think you could look at it and be like, he's also Zach Martin. We don't care how much you practice. We don't want you playing in preseason games. I bet you start showing up during the season or you don't get paid on Tuesdays either. I, I could see it from both directions. The Cowboys are known to fold up like a cheap tent. So if you want to try to play with them and see if you can get your raise, and Zach Martin's worth it. I cheer for every player to make every dollar ever, even the running backs. But we also analyze the sport and the salary cap league, so we're trying to build the best team. So while I want every running back to get all the dollars ever, I want him to get it from somebody else because I want my team to win. Uh, so I pull for everybody. Zach Martin's super important. If he really has the nuts to not show up and that goes into the year, in a year where the Cowboys have a real chance to be a Super Bowl contender, I, I think he could get him to fold. I think he actually does have some leverage. And I think you hit on a massive point in your last statement. In a year that the Cowboys have a really realistic chance of competing for a Super Bowl. That's not I – mean, I, I heard somebody say the other day, like, well, you know, we, we, we didn't have Zach Martin against Tampa Bay, and we fared well against that game. You know, you can always make ways for situational stuff, right? You can always kind of scheme up things. But when you get down to the nuts and bolts of it, and in my opinion, the playoffs are the nuts and bolts of this thing, you don't want to be without a guy like Zach Martin especially when you know just how important the interior part of this offensive line is to your quarterback production. You want you, if you want to see another year with Dax throwing 14, 15, 16, 17 interceptions, you continue to let that, let that interior part be a, a weak point for this offensive line. And you're going to find yourself in that same situation that you find yourself a year ago saying, you know, uh, too many turnovers because you don't have a quarterback who's standing there at six foot five that can stand over the line of scrimmage or gets the ball off at you know at these Tom Brady type releases. So you need a little bit more time in that pocket to get the ball, excuse me, off. And not having Zach Martin, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. It's just I know he's thirty something years old, but he's the best at what he does every single year. Like the man has more Pro Bowls than he has holding calls. Like, think about that for a second. In, in all of his years in football, he has more Pro Bowls or just about as many Pro Bowls than he does holding calls. Like, he's he's flawless at what he does. And you don't have that many flawless players on your football team. Even Michael Parsons, he's flawed. He has some flawed things. Now, he's a freak athlete, and when you're that freakish of an athlete, your flaws are race with your athleticism for the time being. But Zach Martin is one of those things in football where you talk about you can set your watch to. He's going to be good. He's going to hold it down. And with uh, uh, with Steele coming back, you're going to have to kind of usher him back in. So you're not – Steele, while he may say he's ready to go and he's not performing on pup, I don't think you're going to just throw him out there uh, uh, for, you know, all the practice reps and not having Zach Martin. And to your point, we've seen Josh Paul. We've we, we seen him. We've seen him, and it, what we saw was not – a good look. He made a 70-year-old man just jump off the bench and say, Coach, I know I've never played on the right, but I'll try it. And, they were, like, and they were like, thank you, Jason Peters. Go try please, God. So, yeah, I think Zach Martin has a ton, a ton of leverage. I know that he has years left on his contract and all that kind of stuff, but he sees the writing on the wall. He sees that there's about to be a bunch of checks cut 
to a bunch of different guys. One already being cut in the signing of Ste- uh, Stephon Diggs, of uh, of uh, of Trayvon Trayvon Diggs, excuse me. Um, and you know, we know Michael Parsons looming, and CD Lamb is looming, and Dak is going to want some more money. So that Martin is saying, you know what? Let let me get my cut of this pie, Stephen Jones, before you divvy this thing up to all these other people, because contrary to how you know, may somebody believe, I am him. Literally, I am him. There is not one person on this team who can say um, statistically, who can say it with accolades that are better than I. I am the best of the best at what I do at this position, and I want to be paid like it. There's a lot of guys in this league who aren't sniffing my dirty draws <laughs> who are making $7 million more than me, and I don't like it. Yeah, now the Trayvon Diggs contract, we got to go. You have to be on the record with every contra- uh, contract extension. Is this a good one or a bad one? And I'm going to go uh, Trayvon Diggs. I lean good. Like, it won't be a bad contract. Uh, do I think that he is one of the three to five best corners in football? I don't. Do I think he's a dude who is still getting better because he's only been playing this spot for five years? I do. Do I think he'll ever have 11 interceptions in the season again? Absolutely not. Uh, but I think he is a good to very good player who's improving, that plays a premium position. And so I looked at his contract and I went, oh, like the fifth or sixth highest paid corner, not set in the market, locked in long-term. Good. I think that works for everybody. And that's why that deal got done, by the way. Right. That's why he got done and CD didn't. CD's looking at much bigger numbers and he might be looking higher towards the top of the market. And so they're like, yeah, we'll keep talking with you. But um, Trayvon, can we talk about being like, you know, the top five guys and then you, would that be okay? And he was like, yeah. And they were like, great. Sounds fair. Done. Uh, So I think that contract, it works. No, I think it's great for the, for the simple fact we've watched the Cowboys time and time again, gamble on these contracts and say, well, we'll just wait to the end of the year to get things done. And it hurts them. It hurts them in the fact that they look around and they go, oh, snap, we really need this guy, so now we have to pay him. Or they go, oh, snap, this guy turned in another amazing season. Now the price just went up even more. So, you know, will Trayvon Dix ever have 11 this after the beginning of the season? Probably not, but he's going to be a part of a really good defense. When you add Stephon Gilmore, I think Michael Parsons is going to take the next step over. You add some interior defensive linemen uh, in the draft and Mozzie Smith. You bring back Big Hankins. You know what Tank is going to be on the other side. So you have pieces in there, Damone Clark and those other kids, young guys coming up. What you have on the back end and the three-headed monster uh, at what your safeties with Hooker and Curse and 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 uh, um, uh, number six. I just Donovan remember. Wilson. Donovan Wilson. So you're looking at a defense that's going to be a really good defense, probably one of the top five defenses in the league. So there's a really good chip, maybe number one, maybe number one. I'm saying top five, but you're right, maybe number one. But if you let Trayvon Diggs go into a season and he gets six, seven, eight, nine interceptions again in the season, that puts him in the conversation of being one of the best cornerbacks in the league. And then when you get to the offseason, he goes, well, remember before we were trying to talk and you didn't and I got nine picks this year? more than either tied with or more than any other cornerback in the league. Yeah, now I want to be paid like one of the number one cornerbacks in the league. And that price jumps up significantly. So I think the Cowboys got this one right by getting out the way early. So no matter what Trayvon Diggs does this year on the surplus side, it won't impact the uh, the contract being raised up at the end of the year. They got that done, that solidified, and now they can start kind of trying to move numbers around and knowing, all right, we know that CD wants the top of the market. He's going to probably have uh, another 1,300-yard season, barring any injuries to Dak Prescott or him. Um, ten touchdown type year. So he's going to go, hey, guys, yeah, 11, 1,200 yards again, eight, nine, ten touchdowns. 
I want $35, $40 million a year too. You know, so yeah. So now they have that out the way. They can kind of move things around and figure things out and, and do what they do in that cap thing. They move numbers all around the place, gymnastics. Yeah, and if Terrence Steele is is good and they don't get a deal done with him, I think you had a potential problem next offseason where you were going to have Terrence Steele is going to be a free agent and Trayvon Diggs is going to be a free agent and I can only tag one of them. And now you've kind of cleared that hurdle where you, you don't have to worry about that because you've got somebody done. And what's going to happen, what would have happened if that did happen, Trayvon Diggs had a great year and he was sitting there, they would have been like, yeah, you're right. That was really good and you deserve a lot. But here's your franchise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, that would have gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that's it, I think. I think th- that's that's all we got. Like, I'm geared up to see um, who are the – what not very good players lined up at right guard and right tackle. Uh, I need Zach Martin to be at camp because I like – like, the most fun thing to view at training camp to me is the juggernaut matchups. Mm. And I know it's unfair in, like, one-on-one settings and all that crap, but I don't care. I want to see Mozzie Smith smash into Zach Martin, you know, just like I want to see CeeDee Lamb against Trayvon Diggs and Stephon Gilmore. I like that iron sharpens iron matchups. And so if we can get Zach to camp, that'd be great. Um, I wonder if Jerry's got the nuts to wait out Zach Martin and just be like, we'll see you when you get here, pal. But I don't know. So we'll just track Zach Martin. We're just going to track. That's what we're going to do. Cowboys kick ass. (laughs) <laughs> have a good time. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm excited camp is back. There's going to be a ton of storylines. And there's one thing that I've been kind of sitting on, and 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 we'll talk about it later on. It's 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 a Michael Parson piece, and and we'll dive more into this throughout the training camp situation. But you know, I I, I don't know if I'm a firm and full believer of this full-time Micah Parsons defensive end position. Okay, I was wondering what was how we had gotten – we're like 18 minutes in. hadn't been a damn bit of hating. Um, yeah. No, yeah, okay. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. okay. You, so you're saying Micah sucks. No, I am saying – I'm saying that Dan Quinn is doing the best for Dan Quinn and putting his premium player in a premium position, but I don't think Dan Quinn is doing the best for Micah Parsons. I think that that's going to. I think this position is going to wear Micah Parsons down. I don't think his body, like like you saw last year. Yeah, last year he had like one and a half sacks in the last seven weeks or something like that. I don't. I don't. Numbers up, but I'm not far off. His body isn't made for this. And the one thing I do know, whatever you put off on, whatever weight you put on in the off season, don't last during the regular season. It doesn't. Well, that depends who you are, because. In basketball, Luca manages to get fatter during the year, and that's hard to do playing basketball. Yeah, because because basketball don't practice. Basketball, <laughs> like, have you watched a basketball practice? It's a it's a glorified walkthrough. They don't practice, and if they do practice, it's just two hours. It's not like football where you're in the elements. You got ten pounds of pads on. You're running miles technically a day, so you just don't. And, and I, I just you know. I was around a guy in DeMarcus Ware who struggled to keep on weight. And he was walking around at like 265, 270. And a guy like Michael Parsons, who's trying to get to 250, 255, you know, to play a, a position where you're smashing up against 300, 320 pound, 330 pound dudes day in and day out, play in, play out. It just doesn't, it just doesn't bode well. And it's cool now that he's young and he's athletic and he's, uh, his body bounces back. 
But there's going to come a point in time where those injuries mount up, a little bit of age get on you, and it's going to be hard to come back. So I, just something that I'm watching over time, Micah playing this position, and I, you know, I just, I just know that that 10 pounds that he put on comes off really quick when you get running around and practice stuff like that and, and for a guy who's just trying to keep weight on. So I don't know. I, it's going to be an interesting thing that I, that I want to watch. Um, and I know people are going to say, well, LT. And I'll go, well, LT wasn't a defensive end. So don't 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 give me that. Don't don't tell me that LT was a defensive end. He wasn't. And the offensive linemen weren't quite as big. So yeah, it's just something I want to watch. Just something I want to watch. A little, little hate in my blood, but something I want to watch. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. Uh, I personally, I think Michael Parsons is a really good player. I'm not sure why Jesse doesn't. Um, and well, I think he's an amazing player. I, I I heard I, that's what I heard in what you tell your friends is Jesse just, Holly hates Michael Parsons. I just, I just want people to understand at times that like even though coaches are always going to do the, what's best for them. Yeah, they always are. Okay, that's a fair point. That's yeah. Guess who else is? This guy and everybody else. Hey Jesse, where are people hearing you these days? Where are people getting? Man, you can hear me here on Believe in the Cowboys with Jeff Cavanaugh, Jesse Holland. You can hear me on DallasCowboys.com first show tomorrow, 1 p.m. Hanging with the boys. You can hear me at A to Z Sports with my guy Will Steele. We'll be popping that thing off soon, and we're doing the pre and post game show, and coming soon, unfiltered. With Jesse Holland. Ha! 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 We just posted and stuff. We'd yeah. like to thank our friends at Bet Online for presenting this show to you guys, but mostly we'd like to thank ourselves <laughs> for, for being here. Um, oh, and you. Yeah, for, yeah, and you for watching. That's also great. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. And remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through, so be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.